The marriage is a some result of the individuals that make it up. So if you have healthy and fulfilled individuals, then the marriage will be healthy and fulfilled. Exactly. If you have unhealthy and unfulfilled people in the marriage, then the marriage will be unhealthy and unfulfilled. Right. So I guess my encouragement to you is if you are feeling that way in your marriage, is the first thing, the first step for me was I had to deal with all of my stuff first. everybody welcome to another episode of marriage matters my name is glenn coleman and i'm joined as always by my wifey i the, am tanya coleman i wasn't finished my oh, wifey to the righty that don't never mind that didn't i thought it was gonna rhyme but go ahead <laughs> i'm glenn coleman and i'm tanya coleman and this is marriage matters it's a podcast where we talk about relationships uh, on multiple levels, you know, we talk a little bit about everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to jump right into it. Well, let me ask you, how are you doing? I am great. You're I looking am, good. Thank you. You're looking thank good. You. I'm actually, you guys are going to watch this on Sunday, but today is Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm excited about just kind of hanging out with you today. The girls have a job. They're going to babysit. So we're going to make that money. Yeah. yeah. Make that money, children. Yeah. Um, but we are going to have a little date date while they, um, go and do that. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm ready, um, to be outdoors a little bit and okay. hang out. So. All right, cool, cool. Well, you know, we got we got these shirts. We had got them for our anniversary. Yes. And we just for never wore our anniversary wore trip, actually, which we oh, postponed to that, later in that's, the summer. Yeah, that's another, uh, <laughs> that's another story. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we want to shout out. To Michelle Renee. Thank yeah. you so much for making these lovely shirts. I really, really love this shirt. Um, I saw uh, she had posted. She makes some just some really cool um sayings on t-shirts uh she's really quotes. great with words quotes and things like that so yeah. thank you michelle for uh pushing these out for us if you are looking for something um different you can reach out to michelle renee on facebook m-i-c-h-e-l-l renee r-e-n-e-e -E -E, on facebook so. yeah so thanks for, so much uh for the shirts we we enjoy you know it, this is a stretch for me you know yeah. Cause I don't, I don't. Uh, you I don't, don't do the matchy let, matchy. Well, let huh? me tell you. I'll tell you a quick story. <laughs> so, growing up, and this is not two twinsies, mm -hmm. but growing up. So I have a younger brother. What's up, Lynn? Uh, <laughs> and since my Glenn name is Lynn, Glenn, his name is well, actually, my name is Glenneth. His name is Lyneth. Mm -hmm. We actually are named after my dad and his twin brother. So my dad is Glenneth Senior. I'm Glenneth Junior, and Lynn is named after Lyneth, my dad's twin brother. But growing up, so we're like three years apart, roughly about three years apart. Um, and but growing up, my mom bought all of our clothes alike. I'm talking shirt, shorts, socks, tennis shoes, even underwear, because we had the same Fruit of the Loom <laughs> underwear. Haircuts were the same. We looked alike, and we still look alike. Mm -hmm. We uh, still look alike. He's, he's, a, he's a lot thinner than me. <laughs> but <laughs> And uh, he shaved his head. Yeah. So you guys really look alike. But So I have this thing about I do not like dressing like other people because <laughs> for probably the first, I don't know, it was, and it was this thing, it was up to like fifth grade. 
Oh, y'all were big kids. You know what I'm saying? So just imagine going to school and your little brother. Little man say she didn't have time to be picking just, out all this different stuff for you. We could have did that. Anyway, so I have this phobia. <laughs> I have this phobia about dressing like people. So that's mm-hmm. why, you know, I don't, you don't see, like Tanya and I, we very rarely do. This is probably the closest we're going to get to dressing alike. And I purposely did two different color shirts. I, I did the hot pink for me. I love black, but I didn't want to push you too much. So every now and again, <laughs> she'll do like, you know, if she'll buy a tie for me that kind of accents what she's wearing, but we're right. not going to wear the same color and mm-hmm. all that because... I just I, I need I need to go back to therapy. I need to bring that up in therapy about, you know, I need to be an individual. Okay, anyway. But shout yes. out to Michelle for the shirts. Yes, thank you. And if you Michelle. need some shirts, holla at your girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So anyway, so today I wanna um get I wanna talk about our subject for today is longevity does not equal good. Yeah. And so this kind of sparked so this past week. And we be telling y'all this, but we're not perfect. Right. But this past week, we had what I would just call a disagreement. That's that's a great word. And um, the disagreement caused a reaction, mm-hmm. you know, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me, I would say, about two days <laughs> yeah. to get over this disagreement. Yeah. And so... I feel, I'm sorry. I feel like I got like a no, no. unicorn horn or something going on up here. Fix it, girl. Okay. Fix it, Go Jesus. Ahead. Uh so as I'm going through this, you know, and I'm I'm dealing with all of this, and I wouldn't say it was anger, it was more for me, it was disappointment, and not disappointment in Tanya, but more disappointment in myself. And um dealing with all of that, and you know, and I've talked about this before in the podcast. I am not good at being vulnerable. I'm becoming, let me, let me rephrase it. I'm becoming better at being vulnerable. I'm becoming better at expressing my thoughts and feelings um, and processing them. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm not perfect. Right. So it took, it, it, it was two days. I don't know. Maybe that's too long, but it's two days of processing. So eventually I told Tanya and you know, we, we, um, I told her, okay, I'm ready to talk. And so we talked through everything that happened, everything that was said, um, and healing was took place mm-hmm. and or resolve and then healing. Right. But after we got through that process, you know, I started thinking, I'm like, man, just, I, I feel, I really started thinking about people who don't have the ability, uh, be ability to do that. Right. And how miserable a marriage could be mm-hmm. if you couldn't, if you're not allowed to, mm-hmm. Or you didn't have the tools to express how you felt. You didn't have the tools to um, say or, or the 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 um, the uh, the dialect, the words. The... Not the words, but the space, maybe. Okay, yeah. That's to good. to say how you feel, you know, without. So, in other words, I think a lot of times people don't do that mm-hmm. because they know if they do that, then it's going to put more added pressure right. and stress on the marriage. So right. they just don't. And, you know, I've talked about this before, being a peacekeeper and a, versus and a, a peacemaker, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I lived my life like that. It's like, I just want to keep the peace, so I'm not going right. to say anything. Right. But like I said, in me, there was no peace, right? right? So I was just like, man, how there are a lot of people who maybe feel stuck mm-hmm. in their marriage mm-hmm. and they can't 
you know, for whatever reason, you know, I've heard people say, you know, because, well, my religion doesn't allow for divorce. Mm-hmm. So I just got to, you know, I'm just going to push through push it. through it. Right. And I think you said the key word a moment ago, which um, are for me are tools, mm-hmm. the tools to work through when you're having a disagreement or challenges or um, a hard time or you feel even stuck. You know, some people feel like you said stuck in the marriage and it may be that they haven't developed the tools to do what you and I did to process emotion, to have a conversation, you know, to come to a, um, a healthy resolve and to allow healing to take place. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, it's the, the to have the tools, I think, is super important um, to be able to go through that together as a couple. Mm-hmm. You know, one one person may be doing their work, but it's really hard to heal a hurt in a marriage when only one of us is doing the work. You know, that mm-hmm. that really doesn't work because we're in it together, you mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. I think um, you're right. Many people do struggle with the tools to be able to go through that process yeah. or they struggle with um, recognizing that there is an issue. You know what I mean? That there is that this is something that we need to discuss further. I don't need to just agree for the sake of agreeing. Like I need to be heard um, in this and they don't have, they, like you said, they don't feel the space to do that. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot, a lot of different dynamics that, you know, couples can find themselves in. And I think that, um, us getting here, you know, where we are now, because we've been doing what we've been doing, you know, um, along our journey, I think is, it's really healthy, you know, for Mm -hmm. us. And I think that, um, because we did spend a really long time, not really saying or speaking, um, honestly, um, what was on our minds and our hearts for the sake of keeping the peace. I mean, you're not the only one who did that. I did that as well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which caused us not to address challenges or issues and things like that. And I feel like since we've started to do that and we've gathered and learned and are utilizing the tools that, you know, we're growing, you know, we're even when we have conflict, we grow closer together instead of further apart, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know, I think that, I know for me, I value long, longevity. Yeah, sure. And uh, in the words of, of uh, you know, Martin Luther King, he said that in one of his speeches. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, let longevity has its place, mm-hmm. you know, um, but. And it does. And it does. Mm-hmm. And, and when it comes to marriage, because, you know, when you think back, like I know my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, they were married. Oh, man. I don't know. Well, I know for sure my dad's parents were married over 50 years because I remember celebrating they renewed their vows mm-hmm. for their 50th anniversary. Wow, that's amazing. And I was, when that happened, I was, man, I was, ooh, maybe five or six. Mm-hmm. But I remembered it because I had my tuxedo. Yeah. I had a, I had a, a gold tuxedo. With, that's with the ruffles. Gold tuxedo. Yeah, it was a Come gold. Come on in the room. You know what I'm saying? The ruffles. <laughs> um, so I got a, my mom has a picture of it. Um, but anyway... So I know they 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 were over fifty, and I, I don't know about my mom and dad. I mean, my mom's mom and dad. I don't know how long they were married for, but anyway, mm-hmm. I know it was a long. They they were married a long time. Mm-hmm. But my question, and you think back and you hear the stories, right? And I don't want to go into that, but it's like they valued 
longevity right. for whatever reason. Right. If it was maybe, I know for a lot of women back then growing up, they they just it was limited to, resources. Right. So it's know? like I got twelve kids. Right. And right. I don't no have education, no, no, right. no formal education. So it's like I have to stay here. So I'm gonna right. put up with this. Right. And I think like our parents' generation, they valued longevity. But I think that for, for me, in from my cultural experience, mm-hmm. was the first one of the first generations mm-hmm. to say, you know what, I want to be happy. And right. so happy happiness became a premium mm-hmm. over or became more important to them than, than longevity, longevity mm-hmm. right? Which the previous generation, it was like longevity was, right. I think was more important, right. you know, but now it's, it's like happiness. Mm-hmm. But I think that there is a way to have both. Right. Yes. Because, you know, and I was just having this conversation with someone else that happiness is based on what's happening. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, in the moment. And so I think we have to go deeper than happiness, not saying that anyone should be unhappy, but there is a a deeper joy and fulfillment and um, purpose, Mm -hmm. you know, that should be there in your marriage rather than just happy but even that i i I say happiness but i mean that's what i mean the fulfillment you know people are saying excuse me i don't feel you okay yeah (laughs) i guess the baby you know i had too much uh, coffee you know i had to burp myself i don't know anyway uh but they they're like i'm not fulfilled and it's it's more important for me to be fulfilled Mm -hmm. than to be in this marriage and if Mm -hmm. i can't find fulfillment in this marriage Mm -hmm then I don't want the man, or I don't have to be. And, and I think that's why, you know, we see the divorce rate, mm-hmm. you know, um, where it is today. Mm-hmm. But here's what I want to let you know is I believe that if you're looking for fulfillment mm-hmm. in your marriage, then you're looking in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage is was never or is not designed to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we, we say you've heard us talk about this before uh, and we teach this in our premarital classes. Uh, it's the principle of one times one equals one. Mm-hmm. A marriage is one whole person coming together with one whole person to equal one whole marriage. But anytime you take if you have a half person, one times a half is a half. So right. the marriage, the marriage is a some result of the individuals that make it up. Mm-hmm. So if you have healthy and fulfilled individuals, then the marriage will be healthy and fulfilled. Exactly. If you have unhealthy and unfulfilled people in the marriage, then the marriage will be unhealthy and unfulfilled. Right. So I guess my encouragement to you is if you are feeling that way in your marriage mm-hmm. is the first thing, the first step for me was I had to deal with all of my stuff That's first. Yeah. I had to deal with my insecurities first. Mm-hmm. I had to to deal with um, my my inadequacies first. The way I I had to deal with my personal self-image first, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, it's like, you know, when you're on the plane, which hadn't been on one in over a year. At least. You know, thanks, COVID. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on Mm -hmm. first. And and that's not being a selfish, that's not being selfish. That's really... When you do that, mm-hmm. you you are when when I'm fulfilled and I, I I make sure that my life is full, then I am thinking of Tanya right. because now I can be a, be, a right. better husband, I can be a better father, 
all of those things. So, um, yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I completely agree. And that's where, you know, that when I talk about fulfillment, it's exactly that, you know, that I am first, my cup is full, Mm -hmm. you know, first. And so when my cup is full, then I am, I can do my part in helping to, to feel or add to your, your cup, if that makes sense. That's what it's like, Hey, let me, Hey. Living in the overflow, right? Living in the overflow. Hey, glory. So that's that's a good analogy. Mm-hmm. When your cup overflows and I'm next to you because I'm close to you and I'm in the marriage with you, the, the substance, so if it's overflowing, let me say joy. That joy right. overflows into right. my life. Mm-hmm. All those things. It, uh, confidence. That mm-hmm. confidence overflows mm-hmm. into my life. Peace. Uh, peace. That peace overflows into my life. And that's how you are, that's how you make each other better. That's how you create synergy in marriage is you make sure that you're full and then you can fill the lives of others, mm-hmm. those closest mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I, I pulled up my, the post that I made the other day um, on our page. Um, on and the Marriage Matters The page. Marriage Matters page, yes. Um, and it said, if only every day looked like this, and there are pictures of us, like just really having a good time at a a photo shoot. Um, but we are all imperfect people. We're all imperfect human beings and need much grace. Perfect days are the result of work put in to heal imperfect moments of this journey of oneness. And that's the part that I think people often miss Mm -hmm. is the work. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say that they don't necessarily want to do the work, but they don't have the tools Mm. to do the work. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't think that there is a person, I could be wrong, that gets married to get divorced. Right. I don't think that that's the goal. Right. But if we don't have the tools to work through what we need to work through individually and together, then... That's the only option that I see. Either stay in this thing and be miserable mm-hmm. or I'm sorry. Exit. What? I'm sticking right the moment. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm coming back. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. You need a spanking. Okay. okay. What were you saying? So anyway, people having the <laughs> Go ahead. Having the tools to work through those issues. Yeah, let me drink some coffee. Go ahead. So as you drink your coffee. But yeah, it's important to to gather and to get the tools. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, if you know people don't have the tools, what they're lacking in is resources mm. and getting the information or getting the help that they need. Sometimes pride gets in the way of that. You know, that I don't want to tell people my business. I don't, you mm-hmm. know, we shouldn't have to talk to somebody else. We need to work this out ourselves. Well, if you've never seen it worked out before, how are you going to know how to work it out? Hello. You know, um, we have to get free from that. Yeah. Free from embarrassment. Free from um, feeling judged about everything. You mm-hmm. know, that's why a lot of us with our opinions, sometimes you just need to keep to yourself because mm-hmm. it, you know, it keeps people bound you know they don't feel the liberty to reach out you yeah. know and i think too it's not just that not keeping it to yourself but understanding that um i heard somebody say that opinions uh um are like how does it go opinions um uh, are like uh 
noses, everybody has one, and they tend to have a couple of holes in them. You know, but Amen. my you know, <laughs> but my point is because it's your opinion, that doesn't mean that that's right your for opinion. everyone. Right. And, it's and right we for have you, to get but to the place. Right we have to get to the place that when just because I think differently doesn't mean that I can't be. We we can't be in relationship. Right. Right. Exactly. So that that's a whole another conversation. Yeah, that for is. A whole that is. I'm kind of. Kinda, I'm getting off. I apologize. My bad. I'm um, but I was just saying, you know, we have to give, we have to take the the stigma off of people seeking the help that they need. Yeah. People feel so ashamed and so embarrassed to even need help that they won't reach out for help. And I have the, I have a really just came to me a really great analogy, and I've used this before, but mm-hmm. you know, talking about longevity, mm-hmm. you know, if something is gonna live for a long time. So, for instance, um, I know. Um, I, I've had vehicles before mm-hmm. and I tend to keep vehicles for a long time mm-hmm. just because I like keeping my money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> uh, and if I don't have to have a, 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 a car, car note, note I, right. I don't want a, a car note. But one thing about the vehicles that I've had, um, and actually I actually had the opportunity to, um, to we had the opportunity to, to give a vehicle mm-hmm. to someone, and and the, he was telling me, or what they were saying that when they brought the vehicle somewhere to get it service, and they were like, you know, what year is this, and you know, mm-hmm. how, and he was like, you know, ma'am, you know, someone gave me this, and but they, he's like, man, they took really good care of it. Mm-hmm. But my point is this: the reason why that vehicle lasted so long, mm-hmm. and when we got it, it was used, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason it lasted so long was because every three thousand miles, mm-hmm. we got the oil changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we always put we put new tires on them. We would mm-hmm. rotate the tires. Mm-hmm. We would take the tire take the vehicle in to get get it serviced mm-hmm. based on the manufacturer's mm-hmm. um, recommendation. Uh, mm-hmm. We had, and I still to this day I have a personal mechanic, mm-hmm. someone who I trust and someone who I know is not gonna. Um, you Drive know, you blind. yeah. <laughs> tell me I need a new carburetor, which I don't think cars use carburetors anymore but our new whatever and i don't um and i bring that whenever there's an issue whenever that check engine light comes on you know typically if you bring the check in if you bring the vehicle to a mechanic when the check engine light comes on then they you if you catch the problem early enough then you can fix the problem Mm -hmm. and but in my experience uh, if you don't, if you ignore, it's when you ignore the check engine light and you keep driving it and you keep driving and the problem gets worse and it gets worse. And before you know it, you need a new engine. Right. And, right. Are you, and they say, well, you know what? It's, it's the car. Uh, it, it'll cost more to get a new engine then it than was it was good. You might as well just get a new yeah. car. And that's, I think that's how we mm-hmm. treat our marriages mm-hmm. when, you know, the, we, well, first we have to learn what the check engine lights are. Mm. You got to learn those things and know that. You know, uh, we had did this promo for one of the marriage classes that we do, and we talked about the maintenance. You know, yeah. home maintenance. We do maintenance on our homes. Mm-hmm. You know, every few months we have somebody come out to spray, to, to check for termites, mm-hmm. to you know do all these things. Like I said, with the car, we do car maintenance. Mm-hmm. We 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 maintain our bodies. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if, if you start to feel, and the same thing with our bodies. Right. Right. If you feel a little something, something, he's like, I don't want to go to the doctor because right. I'm scared of what it's going to be. Hello. Well, if you go early enough, then maybe they could catch it. And I'm saying I would say this. It's the same thing with our marriages. Mm-hmm. So if we want our 
it, just like we want our vehicles to last long, just like we want our houses to last long, just like we want our bodies to last long, if we want our our marriages to last long, you have to do routine maintenance. Exactly. You have to do the things. Exactly. There were things that are required. And like you said, if you don't know what those things are, mm-hmm. get help. Yep. Go and find someone who, who uh, you know, if you... I recommend going to a therapist. I don't. Yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think these people are professionally trained, like this lady sitting next to me, you, uh, <laughs> to 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 help you process through uh, your problems, or a life coach, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, someone. Right. E- even if it's Marriage a, a coaches. even Hello if it's a us. couple. <laughs> Even if it's a couple that you know and respect and yes. you've seen the fruits yes. of their marriage, yes, you know, go start, at least start there, yeah. you know, but don't just sit and, and, and you, you, you know that you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. You know that, um, you guys hadn't talked in like two days. So, mm-hmm. so you, those are all those, those, the check engine lights, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. those, those are on, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you need to bring it to your trusted mechanic. Yeah, that's good. Bring it to your trusted mechanic. And I'll say this about seeking help. You know, if you're not going to go with a professional person, a licensed professional person or certified um, coach or someone like that, um, make sure that the person or people that you go to, you know, we have qualifiers that they they love God. They love the both of us and mm-hmm. they are for our marriage. They're not going to give you one sided um, information or opinions and things like that. You know, um, you have to be uh, very mindful, very discerning about who you take um, your marriage challenges or issues before, you know, because you may have someone that may say, well, you just need to leave him. No, you know, that's not their, that's not their job to tell you that you need to do that. You know, so you want to make sure that you find people who are, who are in support of the marriage. And if you guys decide down the road that you want, that you don't want to stay to stay married, let that be your decision and not someone else's decision. So, so I guess our encouragement to you today is, is, you know, don't just settle for longevity Mm -hmm. and don't just settle for fulfillment or happiness. You can have both. Mm -hmm. And we are witnesses that the longer, the longer that you, you, you stay, or the longer you stay in the relationship, the more opportunity for disagreements uh, to come up. Absolutely. But here's the deal. The longer you stay together, the better you become at working at through, working through the those disagreements. Those, so it's like it took me two days. Um, that's great from a week, right? <laughs> and you talked. We did not talk. Right, right, you, right. You had your little thing going on, and I felt it. <laughs> so let me ask you, like, yeah. and we'll end on this. So how... How did you, how was that for you? How did you, how was how it How did you? I process yeah. when you were going through yeah. your process? Yeah. I knew that, that you were processing. I did my best to let you know that, hey, I'm here. You know, I'm not upset, you know, and um, just kind of waited it out, you know. But I knew, I, I know because, we, I mean, we've been married yeah. for 20 years. Yeah. So, um I know you like to snuggle, and when you're not snuggling at night, I'm like, oh, okay, he's uh, what you tell he me, feeling some kind of way. You told me there was a second night. I said, well, I did snuggle with you, but what did you say? Oh, your body was so tense. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, I will snuggle, but I don't like it. Right. <laughs> but I'm a snuggle and not enjoy it. How yeah, about that? But yeah. so that's good. And for me is to know that <clears throat> I eventually I know I don't like feeling that way. Mm-hmm. So I know that in order for me to get past this, then I'm going to have to, we're going to have to talk. About right. It. And so I want to just real quick say this. So although you were feeling the way that you felt and you were going through your process the way that you do, and I know you, so I knew that you were going through that process, that did not stop me from being wife. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't pull back from being wife. Everything that I always do, I did. Mm-hmm. And I let you have your moment. Mm-hmm. And I think I did the same. Did I do the same? Yeah, I you still did. Was, I still was You did. You did. Yeah. Uh, you really did. And so I want to say that to people that, you know, we often tell couples that, you know what? His behavior, that's not my business. Mm-hmm. My behavior is not his business, right? My behavior is my business. His behavior is his business, right? And we all have, and we both have to to stay before the father, which, which keep brings us back to ourselves Mm -hmm. to get us through those moments. And so for people who are struggling and maybe you're thinking about divorce, stop looking at your spouse and what they have done, what they are doing and Mm -hmm. look inwardly at yourself. Mm -hmm. How can, what have I done? What am I doing? How can I manage or handle this differently? Mm -hmm. You know, and try to, build a bridge of communication to where you can at least agree to say, you know what, we may need to get some help on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we can't keep doing this the way that we've been doing it, yeah. you know? So definitely not advocates of divorce. I believe that er- that most things can be healed in marriage, but yeah. sometimes you need assistance through that process. Yeah. So, ask for help. Nothing wrong for with help. that. Nothing wrong with that. And, and I'll say, um, in closing, you know, kind of pick it back up for what you said that I've, I've learned that there's nothing that you can do to change anyone else. The only person that you have control over to change is myself. Mm-hmm. And even when it comes to I've learned this, even when it comes to my kids, you know, we, we try to uh, why don't they just do this? And I, I learned that I can't not change. Can't force their hand. I can't. So I can. So what has to happen is I have to change my approach mm-hmm. and and. The thing about that, and it, it comes out a lot more with the kids, mm-hmm. but the thing about it, the reason why we don't want to do that is because then that, that requires me to change. Right. I have to right. do some work for myself. And I'm not saying I'm, not, I'm letting my kids do whatever they want, right. but I'm just saying in my approach to to parent them, mm-hmm. you know, and the, what makes it even more, shout out to people who have more, like more than two, because we have two, and like they are polar opposite. And it's like, so I, I have to, you know, when I'm dealing with one, I have to deal with them this way. When I'm dealing with this, when I have to deal with this, when I deal with her, I got to deal with her this way. Mm-hmm. So if you got like, you know, ten right, kids, your, your jewels and your crowns, man, sir. you got a, you have a special, <laughs> a special place in heaven. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so just remember that it's it's me. I it, when I change, and not only this, when I change, it's like the way I see the situation changes, the way I see my wife changes, the way I see is like even in that action. It, when we had that disagreement, when I really began to think about it, I started to, to look at it from your perspective and understand why you felt the way you felt. Mm-hmm. And that even helped me to say, okay, mm-hmm. if you do, if you want to get past this, then there's some things that you can do right. to make this better. Right. So mm-hmm. I change. Yeah. 
I change. That's good. And then if she has that same uh, mindset, mm-hmm. and again, we are now becoming whole. And so now the marriage automatically. See, a lot of times people want to work on the marriage. Mm-hmm. I say work on you. Yeah, take the mirror. And if you work on you, the then the marriage yeah. will take care of itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Does that make sense? It does. All right. So we're going to wrap it up right here. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you get something out of this. This is hubby and wifey. Hey. Uh, Glenn. And, and Tanya. Saying your, your marriage, marriage matters. matters. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.